First up though, Russ, Arsene Wenger has left or will be leaving Arsenal. I guess you've been seeing this count for quite some time, haven't you? Yeah, it's been a really strange story, Ken. Very good morning to everybody. Um, Wenger obviously fantastic for the first few years. Absolutely sensational. And he is, I love this analogy, he was the Pep Guardiola of his day and some when you consider the Premier League trophies, the invincible season, the seven FA Cups. But as the game evolved, he didn't seem to evolve with it. And as we know, he's, he's clung on in recent years with an increasingly toxic atmosphere at Arsenal. But so tight was he with the board and the owners and so desperate and belligerent was he to cling on and, and try and rekindle those former glories uh, that there seemed to be no wriggle room and no room to budge so I was as surprised as anybody I'll be honest I was just finishing up my radio show UK time on Friday morning when the news broke that he was going to leave at the end of the season and the key thing that's emerged over the last 24 hours is that he was basically pushed the board said to him a month ago in private you will not be allowed to see out the final year of your last contract you need to go at the end of this season but announce it now otherwise we'll sack you and therefore this carefully worded statement came out, which he kept private even from the players, from everybody until the last minute. And then it happened and Wenger will go in a few weeks. And I think it's a great idea. Key is that there's going to be some momentum behind the club now. The fans will worship and appreciate Wenger for what he did do. They'll come back, they'll watch the games. They're behind the players for a 4-1 victory against West Ham today. And of course, Thursday, Europa League semi-final Atletico Madrid. Massive game with the players on song. The crowd back behind Wenger for his swan song. Really good timing. A troubled situation that Arsenal finally... I think handled right and got it right over the last 36, 48 hours. You say finally, how overdue was this, do you think? I think the key one would have been that he went last summer. That would have been obvious, wouldn't it? He had his last deal ending then. Uh, He just won the FA Cup for that record seventh time, beating Chelsea in the final. It was the year that they hadn't qualified for the first ever time in the top four and for the Champions League, which was a watershed, but it would have still been a good time to walk away having won the FA Cup. As I understand it, Kent, the issue was he didn't feel the club was in a good enough position to leave at that point. He didn't think there was a proper successor ready. He didn't feel that he would be doing the club the justice it deserved by actually leaving. Ironically, I think he's done the the club more harm than good by staying. I don't think his motivations were as selfish and as stubborn as some has made out. I think he honestly thought he was the right man to help the club for two more years. As it's turned out, he'll only serve one of those and move on, leaving the other huge stories to move on. Will he get another job? I suspect he will. The fire still burns at 68, 69 years old, definitely. And also, who will replace him? And I'll tell you what, mate. There's about 12 different names being bandied around at the moment, some more likely than others. But that story in the coming weeks will be so interesting. It's a good job. It's a historic club. It's got some good players. The squad needs surgery. But you know what? If the right person comes and rekindles the quality that is there and the history of that club, and a disenfranchised fan base that just wants to get behind a new leader, the potential is huge. And I know that working for the club as well as anyone. Well, we know the Premier League's done and dusted. Uh, old news with Man City, of course, just running rampant. Meantime, uh, the boys from across town, Manchester United, will play Chelsea in an FA Cup final. Did the FA get the result that they were looking for with those two teams progressing? I think so. I think it's going to be really exciting. It's great when a smaller club makes it. I think it's Wigan winning it three or four years ago and also being relegated in the same season. That was a great story. But if you're going to have a couple of the biggest teams this is a cracking final. Jose Mourinho is always an entertainer. Whether you like him or loathe him, he's going to fill column inches and he's going to be all about him in the build-up, which is fascinating with Paul Pogba and all the other 
one-game stories for the tonight at Manchester United in recent weeks. And the same with Chelsea, Antonio Conte, Premier League champions last year, probably leaving in the summer after a troubled campaign. But they've got the job done as well. They've got unhappy players. Will the likes of Eden Hazard stay? Avada Morata scored in this game, but he's largely been a disappointment. Be a really, really good final with two clubs, great history, but both in massive transition with huge degrees of uncertainty of their own. So should be a cracking cup final. And if anyone's not seen it yet, great goal from Olivier Giroud. Left Arsenal to go to Chelsea to enable the Aubameyang deal to go through. He's had a mixed time so far, but Giroud at his best can score goals like that. And it was a cracker which got Chelsea on their way at Wembley. He's a big man for big occasions and uh, he loves a big goal and he got another one. Hey, Rush, you know how much I love the snooker. So I'm delighted to say we've got this live here in New Zealand and I'm watching it Saturday night, New Zealand time, Sunday morning and Joe Perry cleans up the, the defending champ, Mark Selby, 10-4. Who had that? I was amazed. Yeah, absolutely. The double defending champion as well. And I like Joe Perry. I've covered his career a fair bit back in the day when I used to work for a local station not too far from him. And a solid guy. You know, he's got one ranking tournament in his locker from many years. I think he's world ranked 22 at the moment, his memory serves. Just one of those solid guys on the circuit who will occasionally punch above his weight and have a decent tournament. But for these guys, Kent, it's a bit of a grind the circuit these days. They go around the world earning enough money to, to make a decent living, but, but rarely a huge amount more. So for him to have had a huge marquee win like that, it's a really heartwarming story because snooker is one of those, those sports that it can be a tough existence if you're not at the very, very top and performing on a consistent basis. And the stories where guys get that form back and have a little bit of a swan song and a moment in the sun, it's always good. So uh, good on him. And for the old Jessica from Leicester, I'm sure he'll come back strong. He's a great player. He's a very chilled out guy on the whole as well. He'll just take this one on the chin, I think, and come back stronger from it as well. But what a cracking way to start off events at the Crucible. Very, very exciting. Oh, absolutely, is it? What the fast-paced, action-packed snooker.